Welcome to Through the Marketing Lens, a podcast designed to propel your business forward. I'm Katrina, your host, marketing obsessor, and an entrepreneur turned business and marketing strategy coach for women who want to start, grow, and scale their businesses with power. I see what works and what doesn't, and I'm going to share it all. I'm showing up for you here every Tuesday to deliver business tools and strategies in fluff-free episodes. So let's dive in together. Oh, hello there. So welcome to today's episode of Through the Marketing Lens. This is a podcast that's designed to give you some power-packed information in a totally fluff-free format. If you're new here, I recommend you jump back to the beginning because we are basically building to where we are today. So I realized that I haven't spent a ton of time talking about my story, what I'm doing now, what got me to here. And I wanted to take the opportunity today to tell you about me and my journey, but also to give you some nuggets that are going to be applicable to your business because you know we're all about using our time wisely. So I have known that I was going to be an entrepreneur since I was a kid. And I'm talking like little from organizing fun fairs for the neighborhood, not just my family, and charging entrance fees to buying candy in bulk at Costco and then selling it. And I never ate the inventory, kind of like a drug dealer, right? (laughs) To deciding at 12 years old that I was going to own a boutique one day and Basically, um, after college, I moved to New York City and I worked in finance for a few years, but my boutique was always on my heart and I was always thinking about it. And the short story is I ended up leaving finance and fully immersing myself in fashion and retail, which I had no experience in. I worked in a boutique, I became a buyer, and I started really getting into the jewelry side. I also took classes at FIT and When we moved to Florida a couple of years later, it was pretty soon thereafter that I decided to launch a jewelry line, which I knew would parlay into a store. We manufactured the jewelry, which was all really high quality gold filled and gold plated and sterling silver. We were making all of it in New York City. So we sold retail online, but the bulk of the business was wholesale. It was a small operation, but we were really quickly profitable. And then we opened Marston, which was my boutique, in a couple years later, so twenty late 2015. And that was my final baby, as I called it. It really was. At this point, I had two kiddos, and my husband was super supportive of everything. I always say we when I'm telling this story because he really had a hand in so many parts of helping me actually go through with Marston, but it was my baby. Uh, We had a great, great first couple of years. And I did continue to sell the jewelry as well, which always helped the bottom line. It was a lot of figuring out things as we went and uh, wasn't always pretty. The shipping, the events, the partnerships, I kind of was up for anything. We advertised that we didn't advertise. We did Facebook ads and I made so many mistakes that first year. As I know, many entrepreneurs say, when it's your own money, it just feels so freaking intense. And it was, I had employees that were amazing. I also had employees that were extremely dramatic and quit on me. You know how that goes. But overall, I was really lucky with my people. 
And the boutique became what I dreamt of, which was much more of a community. And we breathed kindness and support and we were never selling. We were always connecting. That's really who we were. We were mixing affordable with high end because we wanted the everyday woman to feel like this was accessible to her. And we really did get lucky because we didn't have a lot of competition where we were located in that first year. So in retail, your brands are essentially exclusive within a certain mile radius. So you can't sell the same brand, depends where you are, between five and 10 miles. And we had really good lines and we were able to pull them in as exclusive because we didn't have the competition in the beginning. And this was huge for us. And we were able to grow our profits because of this, but we also focused heavily on accessories. And that's where we made the bulk of our money because the markup on clothes is peanuts, you guys. And unless you have your own line or are willing to sell really low end stuff, which we just didn't do, then you do rely on kind of the other stuff in the store. So honestly, the business did pretty well. And I had my dream. I had the store. I had the jewelry line. I had the family of four and the house and all that jazz. And I guess it appeared like I was living this dream from the outside. But I was really stressed out and I was balancing way too much. I was not balancing anything, actually. I was like a hot mess. And in retail, you know, the store hours are hard. Holidays are hard on you because everyone's going away and enjoying things and you're tied to a location and that's just retail life. I've never been awesome at asking for help. And this really shone a light on that. I was hurting myself and my family because I wasn't asking for help. There was this guilt laden in each one of my days because if I was at the store, I felt terrible. The kids were with a nanny. And if you're a mom, you probably understand that. If I was at home, I just wasn't present. And I was constantly checking in, whether it was on my phone or calling the store or felt like I had to do a million things. I was always on my computer. I was pulled in a hundred different directions between the schools and home and running a business. And it just was not sustainable with me and my two employees, but that's kind of the place we were living in because that's the amount of money that we were making at the store to be able to, to juggle, you know, that amount of people to be able to pay the staff. And this is something I've heard so many times with entrepreneurs, especially with women. And I was in the thick of it and kind of just checking off lists every day and focusing on the profits. And I just forgot why I was doing this after a while. So this seems totally crazy to say this, but we actually decided to grow the store. It was time. It really was. We found an awesome space. It was not far from our location and we were going to get higher foot traffic. And we really were keeping the rent just about the same, which was insane. So it was a no brainer. I was all in. And then the universe was like, nope. (laughs) So this lease that I was so excited about fell through and it broke me a little bit. I knew that we had to grow monetarily for this to make sense. So we searched for another location, but we just didn't find it. And I was not willing to stay in the same place and stay as profitable as we were. I knew that we had to grow in terms of our space and our foot traffic 
for our profits to grow in a way that would allow this business to be sustainable. I was spread too thin. And when my husband said, why don't you close and call this a win and see what comes along next? That was everything that I needed to hear. So here's the thing. We were making money, but I wasn't willing to make less money and hire more people. And, you know, you kind of come to this crux where you're like, that's kind of what growing pains feel like. It's time to grow or go. And it isn't easy to make money in retail. And I know that, but money isn't the only thing we're after, right? When we become entrepreneurs, we're looking for something else. We want to be in control of our lives. We want to feel connected. We want to do something that makes us feel happy. And running myself into the ground was not what I had in mind. I knew how to market. I knew how to create demand. And now I just had to do it in a way that was sustainable for my life. This is something we don't talk about enough. Being an entrepreneur is not, you know, it's not always easy, but it's not about losing complete control either, right? I was so anxious every single day and I was sick with guilt and that just didn't feel good and it didn't jive, obviously. So in the midst of all of this, I was already helping other women. When I say it was spread too thin, it was because I really said yes to a lot of things. And I was helping them to build out their businesses. One was a small handbag company that was just launching. Another was another boutique actually. And she was struggling with really understanding her buying. And I was helping these women on the side completely, you know, just meeting with them like here and there, but it was the seed that was planted in me. And I effing loved it. You guys. So this was just a a seed. There was nothing going on there. So cut to, I closed both businesses. I actually sold all of the stuff. It was like serendipitous because someone took over my space and she bought everything. And I pretty much immediately started helping other women to start on their entrepreneurial journey. It was not fancy. I was meeting people at coffee shops. I didn't really have a process at first, but I did have a lot of knowledge. So we dug in hard and long and I worked for free and I started creating my process and giving them a toolbox so they could do this. And they did. And I think I worked with about six or seven businesses before I really felt ready to announce this thing to the world yoga studios, art gallery, a wellness event company, a beauty bar, uh, another boutique. So after some time of creating my process and really figuring out the way I wanted this to look, which has always been something that's evolving, I realized, okay, I need to do this. There are so many women that are asking for this. And that's what launched this whole thing, Katrina Aronson Consulting, and what brought me to do what I am doing now. I know there are so many women who are just like me, who have a dream. And man, I just wish I had someone to show me all of this stuff when I first started. And that's what brought me to doing this. 
it would have been such a breath of fresh air to have a sounding board that I could have turned to to ask questions or for ideas or to honestly call me on my crap. And I am that business coach for female entrepreneurs right now. You aren't aware of the things that are beyond your eyeline, right? It's just life that's being a human. And I was so fixated on profit that I forgot to look after myself, right? And for others, it's the opposite. They don't necessarily know how to market themselves or they're really great at their craft, but have no idea how to generate profit, which I see a lot. And I want to say it is all okay. You can still be a really good entrepreneur, but it is about a hundred percent about balancing all of that. You kind of have to bring in all of the skill sets and there's no one that's going to micromanage you as an entrepreneur, which is a wonderful thing, right? That's why we're signed up for this, but it's also going to become clear in time. And this is where a lot of people kind of drop out of the bottom because they become aware of these things too late. I thought my business, my boutique was my forever. And now I see that it was my, essentially my beginning. I needed to build those two businesses in the way that I did and really learn so much so that I could sit here in this seat as a business coach. And I've now worked with over 50 women and I will triple that number this year, most likely but I also have boundaries and time off and my profits are never going to outweigh my mental health again. And I just want to say something that I really, I cling on to is curiosity, which as an entrepreneur is just part of who we are. It's that space between what we know and what we want to know, or maybe what we need to know. And as an entrepreneur, this space can feel impossibly urgent at all times, which is exhausting. Do not let that defeat you or deter you, but rather know it's the truth of this path and ask yourself, like, who can pull me up from here? Who is my mentor? Who is my coach? Who can I lean on? And honestly, one of the best pieces of advice that I can give to anybody is, Surround yourself with people who will pull you up. So that's my story, guys. And I just want to say thank you for trusting me with your time today and for letting me share my story with you. I hope that it helps you in some way on your path. And I'm so honored to have your ear. If you feel compelled, please leave a review for the show and share it. That's how these little engines grow and thrive. And you can totally pop the logo for the podcast into your Instagram stories and tag me at Katrina Aronson Consulting. It's actually at Katrina Aronson underscore consulting. I would be so, so grateful. Stay well. We are taking the next two weeks off for the holidays here at the podcast, but follow me on Instagram. Like I just said, that's at Katrina Aronson underscore consulting. I will be active on there. And as the new year rolls around, I can't believe I'm saying that 2021, you guys, I have such exciting stuff coming up and I cannot wait to share it with you. Happy holidays, happy new year. And I will see you very soon.